Yep, the mulch is here. The mulch has definitely arrived. Here we go. Howdy. Hi. Yes. Hello. Good morning. Good evening. Good whatever it is time that you're listening to, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to another episode of The Family Cast. Food and music is life. Yes. And this week, we're in for a real treat, a real caffeinated treat, because I'm sitting down talking to my friend, Aaron Henderson. Ladies and gentlemen, Aaron Henderson from Public Square. It's a coffee house. It's a roaster. We're going to have so much fun talking. You'll hear. We both have uh, ADHD, so it's kind of a, a wild, wacky conversation. But don't let that stop you from listening, because we're going to get into a whole bunch of fun stuff. And... Um, yeah, we're just going to talk coffee, we're going to talk family, we're going to talk San Diego history. Aaron used to put on concerts for Dogwood all the time at his venue that he used to run when he was a wee lad. He was just a wee lad running a venue in San Diego County, playing, having concerts played and running coffee. And now, Public Square is doing great things, doing great things, building community, uh, making people matter, all this kind of stuff in their community in La Mesa, which is in East San Diego County just past San Diego State, if you're not familiar with the area. Check them out. Make sure you go visit them. If you want to see, if you want to have some of my cooking, um, let's see, most of the events are private, but we will be at Dogleg Brewing in Vista, California on Father's Day, which is Sunday, June 20th. The food truck, the Harvest Kitchen food truck will be there, and we're doing some pairings with some of their special beers. Uh, the, it's the last day of the U.S. Open of golf, which if you don't know anything about golf, it's that's kind of a big tournament. And it's actually in San Diego this year for the first time since, I think, 2007 or 2008. But anyways, the food truck will be there. I'll be, we'll be making some pairings, and it's just going to be a good old time. So be sure, on if you don't have any plans on Father's Day, check out Dogleg Brewing on June 20th. So that's going to be some fun stuff because, yeah. Special beer pairing, special music, golf, all that kind of stuff. Good for good for dads, good for whoever. Whoever likes golf, good food, good beer, whatever. Okay? So, uh, into the episode with Aaron Henderson. Ladies and gentlemen, this week's episode of The Family Cast is brought to you by Public Square. Pur- purveyors of coffee, and they also sell liquid death. So, if you're into canned water, you can get some at Public Square also. Use the code FAMCAST when you shop at liquiddeath.com to receive some goodies, maybe some discounts, maybe some prizes. Maybe they'll stop at your door with some prizes and just hand them to you. I've won a reward, a big award. Anyways, uh, I'm going to stop talking because um, I want you to hear me talk to Aaron. And we're sitting outside Public Square, so you'll hear background noise from the city, from the trolleys, from the fire trucks, from the fire engines, all this kind of fun noises that you may not hear on other episodes. But here we are on location again at Public Square in La Mesa. Without any further interruption, here's my conversation with Mr. Aaron Henderson. Let's dig in. It's happening. It's 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 actually happening. We're we here. Did this. We did this. We're live. Another on location mm, episode honest. of uh, the Family Cast on the spot. It's a big on deal. On the spot, man. we're on the boulevard. It's a big deal. Food and music is life. Yes. Yes. On La Mesa Boulevard today with Mr. Aaron Henderson. 
Ladies and gentlemen, and everything in between, Aaron Henderson. Drum roll. Drum roll. Germ roll. Germ? Drum? Do you say drum or germ? I said germ roll. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, we're over here. We're watching the Padres game. Uh, no, we're not. We, it's they over. Just, they just lost. lost to the Pirates. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, we're, anyways, we're, di- we're dining all fresco. <laughs> it's a lovely evening in La Mesa today. It is. It's gorgeous. And, and Aaron's a gorgeous, gorgeous man. So uh, I, we had to make this. We're just making this public. Um, Aaron owns Public Square. Public Square Coffee House? Public Square Coffee Roaster? What, what's the actual? Dude, whatever public you want to call it, man. It's, I want to call fluid. it. I want to call it a lot of things. It's but fluid. It's Public Square. It's downtown La Mesa Village, right? Like we're we're right in the, we're right by the trolley stop, La Mesa and Spring. For those of you that don't know, who are in another city or state, it's a uh, it's just a good it's a good place. We'll get into all that here on the Family Cast. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, yeah, we're going to talk about some a lot of fun stuff. Aaron, how long have I known you? Twenty. <sighs> What's today? May carry the one. 22 20, years. At least. 23. So over two decades. 23 years. 23 years. And what's. It was 1998. Was it? Yeah. When you were doing Sounds, Sounds and Grounds. And Grounds. So yeah. gosh dang it. The first time I met him, he was already doing a venue in San Diego that was also a coffee shop. Yeah. 18 years old. 18 years old. What was I doing at 18? I was singing like an idiot bouncing around but most but my shows were at this venue called sounds and grounds uh-huh which actually if you kind of think if you think about it it's kind of a cool name for it's kind of a clever name for a coffee shop and venue yeah 20 years ago i mean t- i mean no i'm saying <laughs> that was, that's a very 90s name but it's if, a very but 90s if you think about it it is what that is what it it was what it was sounds yeah and grounds anyways it's very literal it's very literal and i want to find out a little bit about how that came about but first what was your family like how did you did your mom and dad do venues and coffee and all this kind of stuff at the house? I mean, what was it? Big family, little family. I know you got Christopher. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm like I'm one of two. One of two. Okay. One of two. You're fifty percent of their kids. Yeah, yeah. Okay. One, of, one of two, uh, oldest uh, by three years, so we're pretty much same age. Okay. Um, mentally. Mentally, yeah. <laughs> it was you know. Physically, not so much. He's adopted, but uh, shout out Chris. Shout out Chris. <laughs> um, no, uh, simple household. I mean, my family's very artistic. Yeah. Mom, dad, both artistic. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, dad was pastor. Both parents were pastors, so I grew up. Like, was this all in San Diego? All in San Diego. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I grew up in in the you know very much in like church life church life yeah and this was all like east county spring valley area or all uh, over la mesa spring la mesa. valley el Cajon. yeah local boy dude it's dude all fun, loyal to the soil i love it that's what's up man. i know <laughs> public square escondido nah passion <laughs> passion project man. okay passion perfect project. so that's awesome and i know and obviously chris for those of you who don't know christopher his brother freaking laser beams laser cutting does all this rad signage fabricator he does this stuff all over all over the county you've probably seen his work everywhere but he's not on the show so we're talking about you yeah yeah i don't know i mean we can talk about him i'm gonna take back that shout out from chris i'm pretty good about talking about (laughs) you've probably seen his brother his brother here actually (laughs) he's here all the time with his lovely family so um but yeah sounds and grounds the 18 years old did you did you go to college uh i did point loma Point Loma. Point yeah. Loma. Yeah. Point Loma. That's when it was a college. Yeah. Not a university, right? Yeah. Long, yeah. <laughs> short. Long story short, uh, I was going to be enrolled to uh, Chapman to okay. to go to uh, film school. 
Film. Film. I didn't uh, know that. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know that was in your blood. It's another one of my huge passions. Okay. I'm a cinephile. Oh, I did know you go to a lot of movies. I did know that you had the movie pass thing. And, yeah. Yeah. It, cinephile. Yeah. Pre COVID. Pre COVID. Two, two or three a week. Nice. Yeah. Somewhere. Around. I, I'm jealous of that for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, film school was out of, off the table for a minute, or for no, no, it was. So I was enrolled there. Oh, had like I was gonna be moving into apartment with my buddies, the whole nine yards, and then I met my wife. At, well, then my then right, my, yeah, then yeah. just <laughs> random hot chick. And, uh, shout out to Laura. Yeah, shout out to Laura, <laughs> chef, chef cook Laura, scone queen. That's true. <clears throat> um, Known for the scone, and uh, and and I and she was going to Point Loma, so I just wanted to drop out and. I was like, I'm not going to go up there. I'm going to be next to her, okay. wherever she's going to be. And what a what and, a uh, uh, choice that was. So that's good. Yeah, it, it panned out okay. It, yeah, we're do- yeah. yeah here 20, we are. She's she's still around. Maybe twenty five years later, we're we're twenty five yeah. years. Yeah, a quarter century. Yeah, our, if my our, math is correct, that's a quarter century. Yeah, our wedding anniversary twenty four wedding anniversary is next month that's awesome congratulations so, thank you you made it longer than most a lot of things i, I think the majority of the united states <laughs> <laughs> you look out you know as if your dad was you know pastoring if he's like frank i mean if he's honest he's like look out in the audience 50 percent of you guys are gonna end up in a divorce yeah. all right see you next sunday um yeah it sucks but you did it so so and then all of a sudden was laura involved with the, this first yeah. Or I should I take no, no, it back. No. Was Sounds and Grounds your first business? Because uh, you're a hustler. No, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that was your first yeah, legit, first, legit business. Yeah, it was the first one we opened. Um, okay. And uh, she was very involved. So okay. So she, she, like, was running the coffee bar back then. Oh. So she was... Laura ran the coffee bar. Running around with the aprons. Yes. Running the coffee bar. Dang, okay. Yeah, old school. You know, so. And were you guys doing all your famous uh, baked goods there, too? Like no. all these scratch stuff? No. Just... Just sweet, sugary coffee drinks. Do you, uh, nothing good. Did you learn anything there that you employ still to this day? At you know, from when you're 18 and having a coffee shop till now, is it, does that does it work like that? I mean, or was it just like all oh, what we'll do whatever we want? <laughs> oh man, that was a mess. Man. I know you remember it. Yeah, it was I, a mess. no, I'm saying, but 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 realistically, did you take anything from that and put it to use now, or you know, was it or was it all learning from mistakes? <laughs> No, it was definitely all learning from mistakes. I don't think anything on a business level that I learned, right. but I I did. I mean, it, it like stoked my excitement. Yeah, like this is it was like one of those moments of, you know, this is what I want to do. Would know? there be public square without sounding grounds? No, I don't, this is right. this is you know version two point right. okay, 3.0, okay. You know, that's this awesome. Is, yeah. yeah, so it's it's kind of poetic to be able to come back to it twenty years later, you know. Yeah, and do it, uh, you know, better better more organized more mature it's bigger it's wisdom. better yeah i love it um, a little, little bit more wisdom and you're you know you've probably developed your art skills design all that kind of stuff since uh, i mean i remember some of the shows there that we played I, I mean i mean everybody played there for for the most part like all of our friends bands and stuff like that right? yeah, yeah yeah how did you decide coffee shop and music venue like or is it just like i want to do both so i'm going to do both or they so, just work out that way <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so so it's I mean the 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 coffee scene and the music scene, you know, goes through cycles, uh-huh. you know, in San Diego. Uh-huh. Um, but prior to, you know, uh, being twenty one, like if you wanted to see a show, that we only had two other all age venues. We had like Epicenter and Soma, uh-huh. and uh, shout out Joe Craft. Hey, hey, um, flagship. 
Yeah, flagship. Uh, and uh, and so you know we thought, well, we need another you know venue. But on a on a coffee level, um, you know, hanging out at living room and the stats, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. which is still around back then. Still around. Still around still today. Around, still around today. Yeah. Still rocking. Um, that was that was a you know that was a a, a great catalyst for community you know yeah. and and uh, yeah, so Java I've Joe's, always all the... yeah Java Joe's so I've always seen coffee as like you know I'm I have ADD amen so amen amen to that <laughs> <laughs> so um, I mean I, I should say amen because I know what you're saying yeah yeah I back back then undiagnosed right now, now diagnosed back then it's like taboo <laughs> this guy's wild but it's like no there's a reason <laughs> so so little did I know that coffee was you know it's I loved coffee you know because it was also a good way of self medicating ADD at the time I didn't yeah I just had no idea yeah exactly so the, that was the liquid Adderall yeah so but um, yeah no I I always just saw coffee as a, a way to hang out and bring people together and I would you know at, you know pre-21 hanging out with my friends till you know 11 o'clock at night 1 o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. just drinking coffee and hanging yeah. out together you know so yeah. it was always associated with social aspects and community and for that, sure yeah. was coffee Connection. big in your family too like your parents and your grandparents drank coffee yeah rituals yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so I mean, the, the funny thing is my mom the Filipino side or the yeah, oh. Filipino side. Okay. Yeah, my mom. My mom was always into coffee, and she was never into like Folgers. Like she wanted like the more the high, stuff. the good yeah. stuff. Like, which, which back then was like. Uh, yeah, what was it, it back was like, then? You know, hazelnut, hazelnut Kona. Oh, that was it called International something. Choice or something. No, yeah. no, she. Yeah, no, she. She did uh, like mostly like Hawaiian coffees. That was, oh, okay, like, that was you know that was like spe- the kind you buy at like yeah that was like, cost plus. That was pretty specialty uh-huh. back then. You know, that was yeah. pre specialty specialty coffee. Everyone was like getting Hawaiian coffee. So she was Kona blend. Yeah, Kona blends. Yeah, you know. So, uh-huh. um, but okay. she, yeah, she gave me my first coffee. I was 13 years old, stressing out about a test, and saying I was tired. And she said, "Well, here, drink this." You know, and at then, night. No, this is in the morning before okay. I went oh, to school. Got it. And she said, "Here, well, you know, take this coffee." And I, I drank it, go, and I was kid. like, "Oh my god." Like it was a game changer, but it yeah. actually works for like ADD also. No ADD, like, no, it's yeah. fantastic. It's more yeah. like a leveling field for the. Yeah, yeah, it levels it levels you out. For those of you that understand how ADD works, yeah. it's a, a, a what's it called? Stimulants are actually a, a leveler. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so so thirteen years old gets the knack gets the taste. That was it, man. So I was hooked. You're was like hooked. Mm, from then. Balanced acidity. Yeah. <laughs> single origin. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> you really ignited a fire. Um, and you aced the tests. I actually, I actually, you know, I was a terrible student, but I did ace almost, almost all my tests. That's drugs. It's the only thing drugs. I was good at. I was only good at tests. <laughs> That's the only thing I was good at. Okay. I could retain yeah. material. Oh, yeah. Fall asleep in class. Yeah. yeah same, same. Same for sure. Yeah. And I then, mean, and then the mute, like. I was, a cl- right? I was, I was always messing around. I was never falling asleep. Did you graduate high school? I did graduate. Okay, yeah. cool. That's uh, oh, uh, Monta Vista? Monta Vista. Monta Vista. Monta Vista. Monarchs. Okay. Monarchs. Shout out to uh, any other monarchs around here. Yeah. Shout out to that red trolley right there. They're always they're always around. I know, man. They're, no matter where you go. It's, it's kind of a likes. vibe though for the whole podcast. Yeah. Like, hey, we got dude, we got trolleys. Dude, in we the got background. trolleys. We got yeah. Actually, I was on another podcast uh, uh, a while ago, and I did it here. I was I was the guest on it, and I was doing it here, and they're like, "What is that noise?" It was. I'm like, oh, I'm by a trolley station. <laughs> so then when the podcast came out, he's like, you'll hear a lot of background noise. And we apologize for that. But Josh was at a, you know, a, an urban area or an urban setting or whatever. Because they usually have podcast guests are sitting in a, a room or yeah, yeah, a yeah. studio. Nah, man. We're not that cool. We're all fresco. We're, is, not, we're not that cool. This is much, much cooler. Yeah. 
Okay, so then fast forward to, well, let's see, Sounds and Grounds. How long did Sounds and Grounds last? We got shut down by the cops about two years <laughs> into it. <laughs> was it was it illegal? No, it wasn't illegal. We we uh, just had too many, you know, we'd sell out shows and we'd have like, you know, a hundred, you know, youths, young adults out there with uh, nothing else to do mm-hmm. but skateboard and fight and do drugs. So you were creating a sanctuary in yeah. some sorts? Yeah, yeah. A, for, I, I mean, under, were you in, knowingly doing, under, were you knowingly making a space for that or... Uh, I mean, for the good, to, like for kids to hang out or whatever. People, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It just worked a little bit too well, you know. And so then we got too many, we got too many cop calls. I think after a certain amount of co- there's a there's a rumor going around in San Diego for a while that, you know, a certain club local venue owner was calling the fire marshal on other venues, and other venues, which I don't, I the know, scene that, that in Claremont got yeah. shut down by the fire marshal a couple times, <clears throat> uh, but it never happened to this one venue who mm. was the culprit. So interesting, interesting how interesting. that works. Yes, yeah, yeah. it could, um, it very easily could have been that. I don't yeah. know, but yeah, it was after a certain amount of phone <laughs> phone calls to the uh, popo, and was, then you uh, did uh, you did a decently successful clothing line after that, yeah. Yeah, so we started that during it. Oh, during it. Okay. Poverty Came clothing. out of that closing it down. More serious about the poverty clothing? Yeah, we started doing it during that. I mm-hmm. think we, I think we might have... Did we sponsor Dogwood or not? At least, I, the, I mean, just, there was a time where we just probably weren't. When, at least when you were first starting it, for sure. Okay. Not right. when you were doing it really full time and stuff Give like that. Give me some visors. Was there vi- <laughs> golf visors? <laughs> Maybe some chains? Some uh, embroidered visors. Yeah. Yeah, probably so. That was the visor day right there, man. The, I mean, I'm not. I don't usually say this kind of stuff, but I looked good in the visor. You look phenomenal. I looked. Uh, visor was my jam. Yeah. Um, I would. I. Uh, I don't totally remember the whole. Uh, uh, when had, it when it closed and then you went big with poverty and like you, did all the trade shows yeah. and everything like that. You had a song, didn't you? It's called Visor Days. <laughs> it's <laughs> our best. It's our most popular days. song. Yeah, it's what? our most popular song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Look for that. If you guys can find that song, let me know. Um, on vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> um, were you ever? You never did music though, like in a band. Did you do music or anything? No, but I mean, once again, I'm like you made it you know, audiophile. You know, for sure. So like just you know, yeah. Merce. I went to my first concert at like eight. Yeah. Uh, Morrissey. So that's nice. a good. That's in San Diego. Good, yeah, in San Diego, it's a good start. We went to Star, uh, Starlight. At the Bowl. Starlight, yeah. Starlight Bowl. That's, yeah. A famous, that's a famous show in San Diego. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. got shot down. Yep. Yeah. Everyone rushed the stage. San Diego famous for shutting down shows. Shutting down mm, shows. Okay. Man, we're pretty yeah. good at it. So. <laughs> um, I mean, and it's. I mean, I like it. I like that San Diego actually moves. They get into their shows. Yeah. 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 We. It's cool because we get the we get crowds coming up from Mexico to come to shows also. Yeah. And then down yeah, from yeah. LA for some, certain shows, but and that of course Starlight Bowl was legendary. Yeah. But um, who knows? Maybe it'll revive. I've heard rumors. You know, I've heard rumors. That would be amazing. Um, by Aaron, this guy right here is going to revive it. <laughs> Let's, <laughs> do it next, Let's do a, it, dude. Let's do it. It's a public square endeavor. Let's do it. Um, what what hap- What about after? When did it, what What about your? I know you have kids. When do the kids start happening in this timeline? Dude, immediately. <laughs> okay. All right. So sounds and grounds, there was already kids? It was, it was contiguous. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't no stopping. Punk rock shows and babies. Okay. Well, that's, that's the way it should be. Punk rock babies. So, so the, your oldest was at some of the shows? Oh, yeah. As a baby. Okay. As a baby. Yeah, as a baby. Yeah, we had... We had uh, so we, we uh, started dating when I was 18. Mm-hmm. She was a freshman... Uh, no, I was a freshman. She was a senior uh, at Point Loma. And then we got married the next year. A so, torrid. <clears throat> love so, affair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, got married sophomore year. And then... Uh, and they then got had, married at college? 
In college? Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. And then had my uh, first son at 20. Oh. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So what's it like being married at, in college, like at Point Loma Nazarene College? It's actually a goal. Is it? So we achieved. <laughs> <laughs> I meant, I guess I meant like. <laughs> it's winning. Yeah. At, at a, as a small private the, Christian the, college. The, the, all the professors are like, yeah, yeah. you guys graduated. Get out of yeah. here. You're done. Now it's a university. Yeah, yeah right? exactly. Yeah. They did, uh, now it's you've, a. You've pushed them into that area. It's a liberal Christian you pushed university. pushed them into that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, but at the time, it was a small Christian college oh and, they also and, they also that was when they were called the crusaders wasn't it? the crusaders that was yeah, before yeah, yeah. pc yeah. culture existed yeah exactly um so we uh so it, it was they they had an area of the housing <laughs> called sex housing <laughs> i'm not joking like everyone called it sex housing because for people who got married there was it was like nice it was like the nice like apartments that you wanted to live in on campus because it's a beautiful campus for sure it's just gorgeous world famous but if you were married, you could live in that housing. Okay. So they call it sex housing because then, you know, once you get married. Oh, no, I understand. Yeah, yeah. I get, yeah. That's how it works. <laughs> Wait, how yeah, does yeah. that work? No, just kidding. Yeah, yeah. Um, please don't tell me. Um, <laughs> so you had, this, and then when was the second one? When was the second child in, the, in, the, in this timeline? 15 months later. 14, 15 months four, later. 14 months 14 later. 14 months later. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you had, was, you had a, we, we got our, we got were, our, the, our, were these planned? Absolutely. Okay. We, we had, we had five names picked out while we were dating. Got it. Okay. We've used them all. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, <clears throat> That's yeah, we, awesome. Yeah, we had, uh, we had, we had, actually, one of them we didn't use, um, but uh, we, you know, we had another name after that, but. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I was out, I was out uh, skating with my buddies, because I would go skating every afternoon, and uh, I went home to our apartment, <laughs> and she was sitting there holding up a pregnancy test. <laughs> So I'm like sitting there sweaty, like head yeah. to sweat, holding a skateboard. And she's like a sophomore in college. Yeah. We're just little kids, man. We're little kids having babies. I know. It's, and, and you know, <clears throat> in my experience, I feel like you're never ready. No one's ever actually super ready for that in, in, and marriage or, you no. know, like, I mean, you want kids, but like, no, you could be 40 and be like, we're having our first kid. And they're like, Oh, I'm not ready to have kids. Yeah. It's a diff. Cause it's a, it's a, it's hard to explain, but now in hindsight, I mean, if you would ask me like 10 years ago, I would have said, it was like I don't I, I don't wish it on anybody. I don't recommend it to anybody. Now what 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 having kids young? having kids young oh. yeah yeah. But now now on this side of it now with you know three adult kids um, uh, uh, who work here who at, all work at, here, who are just yeah. incredible human beings. Yeah. Um, I actually would recommend you know if they I'm yeah. like if you, if you you know find the love of your life get married you know, and you now, have all this like it. you can have these like adult conversations with them yeah. you know in your in your business life and everything like that too and, and it's yeah yeah I, but i mean I, it's it's one of those things where like i i don't i don't shy away from people who want to be responsible and like okay well i, I need to get my degree oh, yeah. and then i need to buy a house and i need to and then i'm gonna have a kid or whatever um the, the joke is none of that prepares you for parenthood none of it prepares you for parenthood and you can still do all those things mm-hmm. you know we bought our house you know first house yeah. at 21 and you know and the kid's gonna come whenever the kid wants to come anyway totally right yeah yeah so, so it's i mean it's you, you can still do all those things while parenting and uh you can still learn all those things and you get to do it together yep and here's what i learned the most okay you have a lot more energy and a lot more patience when you're younger. When you're younger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so oh, yeah. It's like all my friends who are just now having kids in the yeah. last, you know, five to ten it's years. It's tiring. Dude, it's so tiring. It's tiring. Yeah. If you're – imagine – I could not imagine working the way I work and then coming home and having to also be a father to a young kid. A no, very young, not at this age. Like, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah for me personally, I'm, I mean, I know people who do, but I, I don't think that I – 
personally, I, I can't. Yeah. And maybe that's part of my ADHD all, yeah. as well. Um, but I mean, when the kids were younger, yeah. I was working, you know, uh, 10 hour days, 12 hour days. Uh-huh. I'd get up early in the morning, work this long day, and then I'd come home. I would, you know, coach soccer, coach baseball, you know, put the kids to bed yeah. and then go back and do the same thing. Now, I that would probably end up in my death. Like that, there's exactly, no way I yeah. could do that at this age. Right. Exactly. You know, I just could not imagine that life. You know. So. Um, Agreed. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I mean, everyone to each their own. You know, but I, it's obviously we've we've we were fighting. You know, uh, against the stream. You know, that's it's, sure. it's very uncommon to get married that young and have kids that young and still yeah be together and know? still be together and have your and have your three of your five kids yeah. work at your business yeah. and but then again bill gates just divorced after 27 years so i still got he three, did i got i got i still got three years to get divorced you, the, <laughs> your next goal on the checklist beat bill gates <laughs> beat bill gates yeah 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 um at but end. he's winning he's 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 got his chip in your shoulder <laughs> i mean that's a vaccination joke i'm sorry yeah, yeah, he's, you. he's got that big geek um, energy you um oh well i didn't know that he was divorced but whatever it just um, happened. Yeah. I mean, we're not home. Me and Bill Gates, we're not homies. Yeah, yeah. I think he owes me five bucks. He texted me. <laughs> he just, he, I felt a, my arm, you yeah. know, the other day, I think. He, he texted me with a tear emoji. Yeah. And oh, was like, Bill. Yeah. Aaron. Um, this is crazy. So, like, all that. Did you actually have any um, jobs that were not your own business between all this? Yeah, yeah. So, it was, it was always doing my own venture and mm-hmm. then working for somebody and then sometimes doing my own venture while working for oh, okay. another company what, what did you um, do like what's name name some job that you had like two, so i mean i worked for two very large you know tech companies oh, and insurance oh. companies i worked for um cox communications heard of them yeah up and coming yeah up and coming i think third or fourth largest communications company right now <laughs> and then uh and then aig you know heard of them fortune, yep. fortune 100 company yep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so where i worked uh selling insurance okay. you know for them for like six years seven years and i worked for cox communications for eight years <clears throat> how do you know when it's time how do you know as a person when it's time to get out of working for somebody else and starting your own shit you know like because you've done so much of your own wait when you you're can't, at cox you're like eh. you're at aig you're like yeah and you can't take it anymore <laughs> <laughs> when you when you're when you're michael douglas walking on top of your car and you know uh, yeah i mean to me it's it's uh i've always had that mindset that this is my only life it's period you know this is it this is this is this is the life i you mean, have it's like you don't want to say what if like yeah there's no you there's, just do it i yeah there's just like you know i can't i can't waste another five i'm years a freshman of, she's a senior i'm just gonna let's do it let's go let's have let's a kid go. let's buy a house let's you know start a job let's yeah. just start doing things you know uh start a company um but you know i i i, I don't like looking back at five ten years and having rag rats, you know yeah um, do you have regrets? <clears throat> no, 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 man. Like, no. was yeah, been a beautiful journey. I try to say I don't either. I'm like, I would have done miss some, maybe some things a little different, but I, yeah, I feel like, but that's just this is enneagram talk. I'm, I'm a seven, so there's no like regrets yeah. in life, you know, like, yeah. um, who do, um, <laughs> and then so, what year did Public Square come about? Um, five years ago. Five years ago. Yeah. Okay. We're, t- I mean, technically, we're in our sixth year right right you can't really count covid that was you know it's like that'll be like a blur on the line like yeah yeah 
<clears throat> so, I mean, as far, as far as like doing business, sure, this is like our fifth full year of doing business. Nice. Yeah. Okay. In this so. location, mm-hmm. used to be Cosmos Coffee. We yeah. shall not speak that name. Legend. Legendary. Legendary. So, ha- did this like, did you? Were you always like, I want that spot with no. Public Square, or were you no. looking at another space for Public Square first? Multiple. Okay. Yeah. And then Cosmos kind of opened. But I did up. want to be here in the village. Okay. Yeah. La Mesa Village. I he's, grew he's loyal up, to grew the coming here. Yeah. I he lives longer on the block. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, people walk here from all over the, this area. Yeah. If you don't know this area, just picture your kind of like quaint old school downtown village, right? Basically, yeah. Like, there's only a handful of them in San Diego. And I mean, uh, it, but yeah, but yeah, it's true. But this, I, I've seen some villages look like this in like this Galesburg, Illinois. Or yeah, like, totally. You know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The, um, old town. Yeah, just it, but it's cool. I'm sure you know most of the Small people town on the block. Vibes. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, most most businesses there's no chains and then you know it's all mom and pop shops and on this on this uh, area of yeah. yeah no no everything the whole place there's, there's no big corpse sure yeah, yeah, yeah and then I mean <clears throat> where did the where how did you conceptualize public square though out of all these it's kind of like a culmination of all your businesses put together and your family and everything like that it's like all in this spot it is how did you do that <laughs> how did you ah. go from sounds and grounds and like mm. poverty and like selling stuff and like you know all the stuff that you did to get here you know dude it's and, and not cosmos and it's yeah, not yeah. cosmos like yeah. you know it's not just the turnkey from cosmos you like made a whole new thing right 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 so how did that i don't know how did that spark up uh yeah i mean <laughs> I, I think like what like our vision for public square is just this reality that you know, in this kind of like post postmodern digital age that we're in, I, it, you know, so much of my life was just being around people. So being like this extrovert type A mm-hmm. ADD, you know, type person, I've all, I just, I spent time around people all the time. And then I've just noticed as I've gotten older, like, oh man, the need for common area, the need for common space, the need for like this third space and connection, um, is more important than ever. And so public square was, like the name behind it was just kind of like a throwback to the old world. It was kind of a throwback to like every civilization that had, you know, a piazza or a, you know, plaza or a, you know, public square. Mm-hmm. So they all had the center of town where if you went there, um, you'd find arts and you'd find news and commerce and, you know, um, mm-hmm. Just everything that was like the hub of the third city. wave coffee. Third wave coffee. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Pretentious hipsters. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you'd, that's awesome. everything uh-huh. would be there. And so I, that's that's where the name Public Square came from. Is that the is that the laurel leaves on the side of the logo? Is that an homage to the old like Roman piazzas and stuff like that? Or it is. But if you look closely, Josh, they're I'm actually, actually, they're actually there's coffee leaves. They're coffee. coffee. Yeah, they're coffee. They look it's like laurel, laurel leaf, leaf so. shape, but I can see the coffee, coffee chairs. chairs on it. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah, because you I know. Because you're on the end. But but there's so it's a multiple meanings, yeah. Public so yeah, and I know how I know how this your operation works and like the intent behind it. Um, could, what what what's a similar like? Can this be done in another place? Like, because because there's coffee shops are all over the world, right? Yeah, yeah. Why why is Public Square so popular and thriving and <laughs> loved? Yeah, you know what'd you do? And also Let's follow up question. Sauce. Well, I'll wait for the other. I'll do the follow up question after you answer. Why, why do people like Public Square? Because they do. Uh-huh. It's not Starbucks. It's not, you know, whatever coffee shop, Joe Schmo, mm. even other coffee shops in town or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, why is this different? Like, you know, I don't know. You tell me. In your words, because mm. I know, and I know that you feel like Public Square is kind of 
the successful culmination of all your businesses. Totally. Like all that stuff, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I wanted to create a space to, uh, we, we say in our mission statement, to, to see and be seen, to hear and be heard, heard and to serve and be served. Hmm. So it's, it's, a, it's a place where you can value yourself and value others and value the connection between the two of you, you know? Hmm. So um, we really wanted to create a space where, like our other tagline is, you matter to me, right. you know? And, yeah. and, and it's a play on words because the matter is actually like the universe, you know, it's, it's this, this idea of like, you are, you know, you don't have a life. You are life. You're finite. You are life. life. <laughs> you are connected to this yeah. world. You know, everything, you know, we're, we are, you know, energy absorbed into this universe and, and vice versa, you know? And so. Did you just go deep? I, dude, I'm going so deep. Dude, well, I was not know. ready for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> I've not had espresso. <laughs> so it's such, it's, it's such a stupid, silly comment. I just like, oh, you matter to me, you know? And it's like, you know, a total like hipster your instagram you know, place, instagram yeah. moment to be able to take a photo with it but the reality is the way we see it is this universe is this ever-expanding universe mm-hmm. that we don't know the ends to and we're just literally a speck guessing we're a, we're we're a dot yeah, yeah we're a dot you know but when you take the time to say that you matter and matter is the play on words it's mm-hmm. matter mm-hmm. as in like matter universe universal sure. matter yep but then you also matter to us it's saying that in the midst of all of this we see you, you know, and, and, uh, and so that kind of carries into everything where it doesn't matter if it's our food or our coffee, we don't take ourselves seriously in the sense that, you know, we think we're the best or we try to be the best or anything like that. At the same time, we are trying to strive to hit a level of excellence, both in the food and in the experience Mm -hmm. and in the sense of community and connection, um, because people matter. You know, we matter to each other. So, and I th- it's good food and good good drinks. You know? So I think like, that just carry it just carries over. You know, we're yeah. there's just there's just kind of that that mindset of like there's no settling. You know, like we all like we started off with a really really small menu, and we basically just said, hey, we're gonna in and out this thing. You know, it's it's we're only gonna offer things that we believe in mm-hmm. and that we love. Mm-hmm. And if the whole team doesn't love it, then we're not putting it on the menu. Oh. You know, so as the menu's grown, it's grown. You know, for items that we absolutely love. Okay. You know? So, so and everything's you get done. consensus from everyone on the team to like do a new drink or yeah, and all of our syrups and everything's made made in house and you know mm-hmm. so we only we only expand the, you know the menus will switch and change but we only do it as much as we can do it to a level of excellence and quality and if mm-hmm. we can't do it then we just won't do it you know and we don't want to do it to keep up with fads or you know people still <laughs> people are still mad at us to this day that we don't have matcha everyone's just like. You would be perfect if you had matcha. Like, everything is great. You just don't have matcha. And I'm just like, dude. You're like, do you know what matcha is? <laughs> I love matcha. No, it's good. I actually if it's stayed, done right. But Yeah, dude. I actually stayed on a green tea farm in Japan. Sick. So I I, I, I have yeah. a connection to matcha. And then people think matcha is something but different. But the rest of my team hates it. They're just, they're not into it. So I'm like, I'm not going to put it on the menu unless we can, yeah. you know. We're not, we're not going to sell ice to an Eskimo. We have mm. to believe in it. You could, though. We I have guess. to believe in it. No, no. no. If you're good enough. <laughs> if they matter to you. That's a good one matters. Oh, touche. Um, touche. What would, what, if, what would Public Square be, say, without somebody like Starbucks? Uh-huh. You know, how, could, how, do, how do coffee shops like this thrive? Did we, did we need Starbucks to? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So does a, does a neighborhood need a Starbucks nearby? Or like, what is it like having, I don't know. Uh, so like, I don't want like to people make... walking in and saying, give me a Frappuccino when you don't have that on the menu. Like yeah. that always bothered me when I was at 
you know, other coffee shops. It doesn't bother me. I mean, we, it, it's, it's entertaining. Sometimes it's, <laughs> we ain't even got a blender. So, so yeah, we don't have a, we don't have a microwave. We don't have a blender. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I, I think if it wasn't for Starbucks, we wouldn't get to the point to where people are paying what coffee should be paid for. Okay. So Starbucks so helped in that. They helped in elevating the the uh, shout out the to you, Howard. I'm, I know you're yeah, listening. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> so I mean, I, I mean, there's all kinds of things that he did that were, you know, terrible. Sure. And I think hurts the industry and as yeah. a whole. But at the same time, it's I don't think specialty coffee would be here without Starbucks. Okay. You know, so that was I'm, just a side, a tangent thought I just thought of right now. But yeah, I could get really geeky and deep, you know, deep into this. But like, but basically. If, if I mean, Howard Schultz is a genius. He's, I, I mean, yeah. dude, total genius. Read his book. I read the book. I'm read, a huge fan. Read the book. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I uh, but you get some of, some of your employees have come from that land of Starbucks the and best workers they get, on the planet. That's what I was going to say. They, systems. They instill systems in people, mm-hmm. uh, the good and the bad. Yeah. Um, but you get a, usually you'll get a good worker. Like, yeah. from, in my experience, uh-huh. people coming from, a place like Starbucks or maybe other corporate chains or whatever, but as far as coffee is concerned, like I'm sure some of your best baristas learned so- stuff at Starbucks, right? And at not, least the, not the, about coffee, not the best, best. <laughs> no, but no, maybe but, customer but about service, work, yeah, maybe customer ca- service, maybe cashiering, maybe yeah, yeah, managing uh, workflow, yeah, yeah, you know, so, hard work, you yeah. know, yeah, absolutely. The Starbucks main, teaches my, a lot of that. Yeah, did you ever work there? No, no, I didn't. Mm, no, I thought about it a couple of times. Like so much, like you know, benefits and free coffee, but, but I do, I mean, I do, I do love systems, mm-hmm. you know, um, from, from an artistic standpoint, um, and to not belabor this and from like an ADHD, you know, standpoint. Oh, do you have ADHD? <coughs> I do. Oh, weird. Yeah, we yeah, should talk about that. We should, I mean, we, we, let's fit it in. Wait, okay. Let's figure it. Let's figure let's, out. A let's time start. Out. We're going to start the whole start thing over. Right? <laughs> um, uh, it, the, I do, I do the best. I'm able to like flow in my creativity and my art when, I have good structure around me. And you're high on espresso. And I'm high on espresso. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, so it's, let's it's, be honest. Yeah, yeah, Are yeah. you guys just like caffeined out all day long? Like, Too much. Okay. Yeah, too much. Yeah. It's bad. I love it. Oh, is it? Yeah. Can you tell the sometimes the, that you've had too much or whatever? You go past 9 o'clock and you get a headache. I, can't, I cannot go past 9 o'clock. I without it? Without coffee. Okay. I get a headache. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So caffeine is an actual drug in here. Oh, it's like, bad. For that. Yeah. It's hooked. I'm hooked. Yeah. My my follow my main follow up question to that first question a few questions ago <laughs> was, would you have done this without Laura in the kitchen? Like I know that she Laura's the you know the wife from Point Loma that's now making everything you know yeah, yeah. scratch recipes and famous scones and all this probably a bunch of other stuff she holds it together right like but could you have started it and done it still to this day without the strength of Laura? No. And also for your your sanity outside of the doors of this building, right? No, no. Like the, the the beauty of it is we didn't plan that though. She wasn't gonna work. No, no she wasn't planning on being here and running the kitchen. Oh, okay. Yeah, she want she she, um, she the only reason she got involved. So so for those of you who don't know, we have we have these scones that you can't. I don't even know if you can call them scones because they're not. It's these, your guys' scones. It's our version of yeah. a scone. Yeah. Um, so everyone who eats is like, oh, I, don't, I don't know if I like scones, you know, and they eat ours and I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing, you know? So, but, um, <laughs> they are really good scones, <clears throat> but I'm a scone fanatic. I mean, I like, you know, the just, you know, dry, brittle, you know, eat, you know, drink it with the my classic, classic English, scone. Like... Yeah, I, I'm all, I'm all about it. And, um, and so I wanted to have scones here. And so we started working on some scone recipes at home and, and Laura hates them. 
Oh, she does? Yeah. So she was just like, there's no way. We can't do scones in there. You know, I hate scones. We can't, you know. And, and I said, well, why don't you make a scone recipe? Oh, like, she made it up? Yeah. She. So she did it. <laughs> so she went out and did it. And then, and then, and then, uh, and then what happened was we, we started making like, you know, orange, lavender, rosemary, like all these different flavors of scones. And so we made like maybe a dozen different types of scones and we started giving them out to friends and, um, trying out all these different flavors trying to get a consensus of like what scones will be popular and which scones we should carry in the oh. shop and uh we could not get a consensus it was like even across the board and then there was this light light bulb moment where i went well what if we don't like do flavored scones what if we just make a plain sugar scone and then we'll do compound butters mm-hmm. and that's how we bring the flavor in okay and so that nice. turned into like a whole thing yeah you know, where people come for these compound butters and uh, yeah, that's good. you know all these different butter butter flavor butter flights. Yeah, yeah, those change. Yeah, yeah. We have some or we have set, yeah, much to people's chagrin, we get hate mail. Oh, you do? <laughs> if it, when it goes off the menu or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> Literally, people will sit there and DM us. You know, like for, where's the, where's the special butter? Or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, frustrated. Seasonal though, just for some. Seasonal, yeah. So seasonal. people, whatever, whatever. Can't can't please them all. Yeah, man. All right. Can't please yeah. them all. I got a hat. The hat. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to, what is it, M- Industries. Um, yeah, I was just wondering that. I was like, man, like, what what would the kitchen be like if Laura wasn't doing, the, you know, at least the scone part, you know? No, we actually, we started with uh, another head chef that was going to be running the kitchen and um, just, you know, didn't have a lot of experience actually running it and did a phenomenal job for what they did and what they knew. Mm-hmm. But once we started getting busier, it was like, oh, my gosh, it was just you know, it was starting, started drowning. And Laura, Laura, you know, is really good at handling all the, the drowning because probably because you guys have five kids. Y- yeah. Like, she, like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not been, talking about the drowning part. I'm talking about the pressure, the, this and the, this six calendars and six schedules. Yeah. And all systems, this stuff, right? The systems, systems. Yeah. But, but the way a mom does a system, mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah, yeah. Shout out to moms and wives. Like, they, they probably control the kids' schedules for the most part, like, when, yeah. you know, when they're coming up. So five, um, five kids, five, five, five different calendars, getting five kids out the door in the morning is what she'd been preparing for, you know, 15, 20 years. Yeah, let's do it. Can you guys, the kitchen. can you guys leave? I have to go make some scones yeah. or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's really cool. And, um, so she stepped in, she stepped right in to- and she's, yeah, I was joking because she's, she's, I say she's Weta. She's, she's half Mexican, like second generation, you know, my father-in-law came over undocumented, you know, um, deep Hispanic roots, but she is like the whitest, you know, Mexican. <laughs> you know, I know more Spanish than she does. Um, but I was telling her like, man, you are like, you're a freaking machine. Yeah. Like you were just, you're, you're so like her hand-eye coordination and she's so quick. Built I'm like, for the kitchen, baby. I'm like, this was the kitchen, man. Yeah. It's I'm in like, the blood. This, this is the most Mexican part about you. <laughs> so. <laughs> so when are you going to make the uh, Mexican menu in there, Laura? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 We, that's, that's for off the record here. We're yeah, gonna off the record. Talk about the new menu stuff. We do but. try to do a little f- inspired, yeah. you know, Filipino. For sure. Hispanic ins- inspiration. Yep. But uh, um, are you at liberty to talk about the futures of Public Square and new stuff or anything? Like yeah, that? absolutely. Nothing's okay. off the table now. Ooh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What? So, like this, this, this one's gonna, this one ain't going anywhere. This one's gonna be here as long as yeah. this, the community loves it. Your, you know, your landlord next door is amazing, right? Like, you never want to move, right? Yeah. Um, 
the mayor's on board with your porch patio out here. It's an amazing, one of the most, only amazing like patios in this whole area. Right? Only got a so, few of them, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a few, or definitely one of the first best ones too, right? Um, where am I going with this? Is what can you t- what what can you divulge about the next public square steps or whatever? Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, so from from day one, I think it's it's kind of like the the paternal side of me, you know, having, having kids and then seeing them raised up and becoming adults. It's like, I've, I've always had that mindset of wanting to empower people. And, mm-hmm. and I, f- I feel purpose when I can step in and resource people and, yeah. and help, you know, um, it does feel good. Doesn't it? Coach yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. To, you know, taking risk because that's like the biggest thing. People don't like taking risks. Um, and for me, you know, I was just always like, ah, sure. I'll, you know, jump off those stairs with my skateboard or all, you know, like it, to me, it's risk was never, I ne- I didn't really live with much fear or consequence. You know, I just kind of did things. Did you so, break any bones? You know, it's odd, oddly <laughs> enough, I never, I only broke my fingers. I've broken like all my fingers oh. and you know, some of them multiple times. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. You can't see it right now. There's no camera, but yeah. my, my middle finger is crooked, very crooked. Um, but, uh, that's it. No, no major yeah, bones, good, no femurs good. or anything, or you know. Uh, but uh, I'm sure I've gotten multiple concussions, <laughs> yeah, which yeah. is still having its effect to the day. Um, but yeah, I, I love helping people like take risk and step into passions and, and you know, uh, quote unquote callings. Okay. And so the whole model that we have behind it's a passion of yours. It's to, a passion of mine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is is to see other people um, become entrepreneurs and to see other people. Um, step into you know their dreams and so to be able to, to coach them into that since I've mm-hmm. opened up multiple businesses and I've helped other people open businesses um, to be able to like coach them through that process and then also help resource them and so that's that's our that's what our next step is is our next step is we have kind of multiple businesses that we're starting from the people within public square okay more yeah. public squares or just a bunch of businesses well, there they'll be part of the the family, ah, uh, okay. part of the public square syndicate. Uh, public square brought to you by public square. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they may not they may not be uh, you know actual public square brands, but oh, okay. but um, they'll be you know they'll be part of the family. They'll be connected. Okay, you know, so um, we'll help help each other out or resource each other. Sign them know? all. Sign them all. So yeah, right. so right in the middle. Right now we're in the middle of uh, opening up a uh, another cafe, nice. and then another roastery. And then, uh, then we possibly have a uh, studio, music studio, podcast studio. Cool. Which, man, that would come in handy. Which hey, right I know a guy. <laughs> That's cool. Um, and these are all run by, you know, some of the some of your families here. From yeah, it's all Chile. organic, yeah. man. We want to grow yeah. from within. You Love know, it. just where's the new public square? National City, baby. National City, South Bay. South Represent. Bay. Um, is the roastery in that one too, or is that a whole other? Separate yeah, thing. half the building. It's like uh, almost five thousand square feet. So half of it's roastery, half of it's cafe. Okay, nice. And um, they're they're both they're gonna you know they're they're gonna operate in tandem, but they're gonna be separate businesses. Okay, kind of doing their own thing. Public Square roasting its own beans. Is that a dream come true? Absolutely. Day one. Day man. one. Day okay. one. It was always the plan from day one. Nice. Yeah. And then, and then when things were open, you know, PC pre pre COVID, you guys were doing concerts in here. Yeah. Like. You had some sick shows, right? Like we've had some really, really, really good like shows. packed house shows, yeah. like uh-huh. spilling out into the streets, 
loud as loud can be, but no one's out here at night. Like when there's, I mean, no, well, actually, I mean, there were there were somewhere they were. And the I majority hear. of the village is shut down by like eight o'clock. Yeah, for the yeah, for the most part. Eight o'clock. Yeah. So you, I was walking by one time, getting off work, at, you know, down the street, and I was like, "What is going on on Public Square?" Just like bunches of people, all basically these all-star musicians and at least from San Diego. Um, I don't even remember what the concert was for or whatever. It was probably some benefit, you know. You do a lot of charity charity work and benefit work and stuff like that with the concerts and everything like that. Yeah, I Soul don't... Sunday and... Yeah, um, I don't act, actively seek it out. I just don't... I, I, I had this mantra from day one of just, I'm not going to say no. So if, you know, we, we kind of said from the, from the very beginning that I don't want to be the curator and I don't want to be the creator. Right. I want to provide the canvas, you know? I like it. And so literally almost everything that we've done... Um, that is, you know, community involved, arts involved, venue side of things, um, has been from people coming in and doing it, you know? So we've just yeah. basically said, Hey, we'll resource you. You can use this space, you know, okay. it doesn't matter if it's, but it sounds know, good open too, mics like or, you know, most, most of the musicians that open mic are pretty good. Yeah, good. I'd say most, it's great. there's, yeah, there's yeah, been yeah, a couple yeah. of, Oh we, my gosh. But most of, some of it's been like, Oh my gosh. Wow. You know? No. Yeah. It's like been, even your daughter. It's been, a how magnet. did she get so good at singing? I don't know. Did she get that from you guys? Neither one of us are very good at singing. Because I came in and saw her one time. I was like, what the? <laughs> She's been taking a lot of what's going yeah. on. You know, that was really, really good. Yeah. Um, so bright future ahead for her. She, it seems like she could be like a venue manager or something like that. You know, she's so into it. That's so awesome. You know? Yeah. What about the youngest? What's, what's, the, what's the youngest kid up to? I have no idea. Not the, she, she's not, not, she doing, not picking yet. Dude, she is a uh, anomaly. She's... <laughs> She's uh, she's mysterious. She's I have no idea what she's gonna do. She's so wacky. She's been wacky since day one. Cool. Um, I, yeah, no, she's she's unpredictable. I love, <laughs> I love, she's a total people person. Um, she loves making friends. You know, she spent COVID just on Facetime twenty four seven. Oh yeah. You know, since she couldn't be with her friends. That's a good idea though. That's the um, way to stay connected. Yeah, yeah. What was it so, like being like a business during that time? That was when you guys decided to close mm-hmm. and other businesses were open. Yeah. How did that? Like, we, closed, we closed and opened three times. Right. Yeah. And obviously that's a blow to a business's bottom lines and stuff like that. But obviously you were making it like a people decision. Right? Yeah. Uh, the whole like people over profits kind of idea. But what did it, what did it feel like when other businesses next door to you or whatever on the street were open? And, yeah. You know? Well, the first what kind we, of flack did you get you know, from people? None. Okay, good. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean hopefully, you, you know, you're reputation precedes you and mm-hmm. hopefully you're you know you're doing things with integrity and consistency people understood you know people can understand yeah. i think the main thing is communication so we just did a really good job of communicating with the local community with what we're doing like every step of the way and, mm-hmm. and just kind of keeping people informed and on the in mm-hmm. and and letting them understand why we're doing what we're doing because we put a lot of intention and a lot of thought into it yeah um obviously people came first and it was like okay this is a pandemic so people first you know, we want to make sure everyone's healthy and both our customers mm-hmm. and then us, you know, it's like yeah. the majority of my staff were young, healthy. I don't, I wasn't really concerned about our personal health as much yeah. as I was our customer's health, you know, and, uh, cause we, you know, we come into contact with hundreds of people every day. Sure. And so the, the possibility to be, you know, spreading at the beginning of it, you know, we're just going, oh man, we don't have anything to do with that, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so we, we took, we took the choice to, to go ahead and just fully close down. Yeah. But when we reopened, we, we said, how can we reopen doing takeout and doing mainly to go and 
hear sirens in the background. Yeah. Hope everyone's okay. Peace, uh, peace and health. Yes. <laughs> Head of your way. That's a that's a long one. Coming from a long I was, way. I was gonna wait, but they're going really slow. Yeah. Godspeed you. Godspeed you. Um, we've got trolleys. We've got yeah, fire trucks. You're getting we've you're gotten the real La Mesa experience over here. People drag racing. So you guys closed. Yeah. So, so and everyone is okay with it. Yeah. So we're like, how can we how can we take the experience that people have inside, and <clears> like take the vibe and the connection that they were doing inside, and how can we do it on the outside? So we did like a lot of intentional things with recreating the outside space, recreating the entire yeah. to go experience, yeah. recreating the uh, the customer experience at the window and at the you know at the front register. How's it been? Um, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. The, the people are behind you. Yeah, not, I, not physically right now. They're, yeah, it's they're it's, it's obviously you. it's not the same experience. No, you know, but, as being inside, but it's still great. It's still a great experience. Mm-hmm. You know, I still feel like people feel cared for and they still feel connected. And you know, even though it's an out a takeout experience, for now. Yeah, for now. For now. Yeah, we're yeah. shooting for the end of June. To be to do what? To fully open. Fully. Again. Oh, yeah. cool. Okay. Yeah. But that's that's like a staff thing. We had 18 employees. Now we have eight employees. It's been hard employee wise around yeah. the county. around the county. I'm, I yeah. feel you on that. So we got to um, we got to hire back a full team in order to get back to full hours. Okay. You know, so yeah, that's been the, the blight of, of businesses in San Diego County, maybe even all of Southern California for since there's still you know unemployment checks and stimulus checks coming into them and stuff like that. So well, not only that, but it's um, this industry. I mean, when it, and they when bounce it, around and stuff, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a hard you know what's essential <laughs> you know it's oh like, yeah it's hard sure. to like justify you know mm-hmm. like you know whether or not it's worth it you know it's not we're not you know making big bucks here you you're in this industry because you love what you do yeah not because yeah. you're like wanting to get rich so uh you know it's 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 one of those things where you have to you know i i don't i don't fault anybody who's, who doesn't want to work right now in this industry right you know at the same time we need workers yeah everyone's so, hiring i mean uh yeah Come, come get some coffee experience or whatever, you know, yeah, kitchen staff, coffee, yep. front of house, back of yeah. house, everything. Um, just a greeter out here saying hi to people, right? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, can you, so can you see yourself like, uh, kind of passing this legacy business to the kids kind of thing? Like, you know, retiring with public square, you know, are you, or do you have other businesses that you want to like jump onto dude like, this is like, like a drop in the bucket yeah this is i just, know you're, this you're you're non-stop so yeah this is a this is a um you know we we have you know four or five three you know four, four or five stages beyond this that we want to do and this is just kind of like a a stepping off point i know that you, you are know. excellent at making pizza is that on the are you going to do Oof, a pizza place you know it you know it okay. we actually we think we're going to do it here oh you are yeah okay when we do when we do the expansion because we're expanding out the right back. yeah yeah that's cool um so i'm gonna double the size of the kitchen Bringing a pizza oven, and Sling, is is there still a pizza place over there? Like the one? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, okay. it's a different style. It's a different style. Yeah, yeah. This, the pizza here at Public Square, when you can when you can get it, is really really good. Um, uh, I I actually do uh, think about that pizza often. You know, it comes into my head like, where can I get a pizza? I can't get it at Public Square. Dang it! Um, it's kind of unique because it's no, not it is, it's not it Detroit. Is. Well, you're also cooking it, in and your, it's not in your traditional baking, baking oven. Yeah, it's not. It's it's being made in a baking oven. It's not a traditional Detroit pizza, but it's not a traditional grandma pizza, like it's in grandma pizza. It's like something in between, you know. Yeah. So it is. It is blasphemy. It's blasphemy. You know? dude. You're like <laughs> what? <laughs> People are so snobs about like all this stuff. Oh man, oh, it's not barbecue. It's not pizza. It's not coffee. I'm like, 
do you like is it good do you like it like yeah, yeah. Do, we, rocks, do, we, we started off like originally like oh we got it we have to have the you know the you know, bianco tomatoes we got we have the we gotta have the caputo flour we're making like neapolitan like old school that's how we started off and then we were like we didn't want to wait 10 years or whatever it would take to us expand the kitchen we were like we want to make pizza right now <laughs> and so we we're just like we'll just start making the hobart oven you know and yeah. so we realized well we can't make a neapolitan in the hobart oven it's just not going to come out right we can't get it hot enough we we're like well what if we do like grandma style pizzas what if we do like detroit style pizzas so we had to, we just basically switched it up and, and then we fell in love with it i can't wait yeah i can't wait um what else is there what else what else? there was i had a i had a question about um Oh, can when 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 do we get to see the public square? Uh, how to open your own music venue and cookbook, <laughs> or you know how to open your own music venue, coffee shop, uh, cookbook manual, or whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Public square for dummies. Dude, I like, would love to. Because it love seems to, like man. it seems like to. since you're opening the other one, the new one in, in uh, National City, yeah. um, uh, you know, by the time you do that, you'll be able to. You're like, dude, let's do another one. Let's do another. One. You know, yeah. like, yeah. Not cookie cutter at all, but like no, definitely you not cookie it. cutter. You did it this one for five years, then you're doing that one. It's it's different. It's got a and it's got the huge roaster. And is that one going to have live music too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So there's always going to be a component of doing the food and the music. You know, Our, pa- you're you're pairing. Yeah. You know, I don't. I literally live my entire day with music. Yeah. On. It's for I sure. Mean, there's very little hours that go without music. What are you listening to right now? Like or today or whatever. M- mostly mostly hip hop lately. Okay. Yeah. So. Do you, but, um, do you do you learn a lot of music from from the kids? Like since they do this, like the literally the most beautiful thing in my life yeah. is to to like, you know yeah yeah to be like <laughs> I'm I'm to that stage now where I can like lean on my kids. So we actually have a, a little uh, group chat with with all my friends, like my brother, and then my best friend, and then you know our friends. Like we're you know we're all like 35, 40, 45 plus. And then the rest of the group is all these youngins, you know, they're all like, you know, 18, 19, 20, 25. That's all one group chat. Yeah. It's all one group chat. So we got all these like cool. old audio files and these young audio files. And we just, all we do is just constantly, you know, share music with each other. And then we have a Spotify channel that we have a playlist and we, we add to that playlist Ooh, constantly. I'll, I'll put it. I should put a link yeah. to that in the notes. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, go for it. I love yeah. a good playlist. It, you know, yeah. I love a good playlist. Um, so I'll I'll, uh, I'll definitely check that out. You know? But yeah, I mean, we were literally throwing new music on there, you know, two three times a day, with that with that group oh, chat. Nice. So, so it's a very uh, it's a very collective collaborative playlist. Yeah. What's your favorite thing on the menu here? Food or drink, or both, or one of each? You know. Um, a Gibraltar. A Gibraltar. I love a good Gibraltar. Tell us what a, a real good Gibraltar is. A good Gibraltar. Uh, it's has, a beverage. It's a it's a beverage. Um. It's it's almost equal parts, uh, you know, espresso to milk. Okay. So it's enough enough to just cut cut the espresso a little bit and make it a little creamier. Could people um, confuse that with another drink? Um, a cortado. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing. Okay. Yeah. 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 So it just depends on what part of the world you're in. It's contentious. <laughs> or if you're like, go get them, Tiger. You know, they they don't. Yeah, yeah. have One or the other. You know. Yeah, yeah. They won't have both. They won't have both. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be one or the other. Because cortado is sugar or whatever. You know. Yeah, like, yeah. We don't. Gibraltar doesn't have sugar. You know. Yeah, we don't care. Okay. And te- te- Are you guys? Is this a pretentious coffee we, shop? No. Okay. Non pretentious. Non pretentious. What makes a coffee shop pretentious? And is that okay to be a pretentious coffee? Like, is that dude? It's okay to to me. It's okay to do whatever you want to do. I know, but is it like do your vibe? Like, how did that do your thing? How did I know? But 
how did coffee shops get such a bad rap for being pretentious? Like, why is it okay for coffee shops to be that person? You know what I mean? Like, there's the it's a trope. Like, I don't know if it's the pretentious hipster coffee shop. It it became a thing. Okay, here's my theory. Go ahead. Here's my theory. Let's go without getting too long winded. Coffee is coffee should cost a lot more than it does. So you have farmers that are making coffee in very limited areas of the world. So there's very limited areas of the world that can actually grow quality coffee, specialty coffee, right? And you know, so, if you notice, if you know anything about coffee, all the farms are in impoverished areas. Impoverished areas, usually, you know, uh, underserved, you know, third world countries uh, for the most part. Um, so then we have to make it. It's a lot, you know, you have to grow it. And then from there, you have to process it and dry it out. And so that that has to be done there's a lot of lot of art that goes into that process mm-hmm. alone, just on how to, to grow the tree properly, when to grow it, how to use the seasons, and then the drying out method. There's a lot of ways to do that, and there's a lot of art to that, and there's farmers that do it really well, and there's other farmers that don't do it so well. Okay. And so just that process alone, that's already a lot of work, right? Just harvesting it, That already sounds it, pretentious. Just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but then from there, yeah, you yeah. got to import it. Uh-huh. And then you got to have distributors mm-hmm. and then it's got to get to the, the roasters and then the roasters, there's another art form of roasting it and making sure that it's being roasted oh, yeah. properly. And you're going to, you know, properly, uh, give that bean the, 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 the necessary, uh, the love, it deserves. The love <laughs> that it deserves. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then from that point, then, it, then it's going to go, you know, to a brewer and there's tons of different brewing methods and how you actually extract, uh, the coffee, you know, through that water. So, that whole process, and then we pay three bucks for it or two bucks for it. But really, we should be paying five, 10, 15. We have no problem doing that with beer, right? And I'm not, right. I'm not downplaying, especially not San Diego. I don't want to get killed. I want to get sniped. Um, his name's Aaron. He's <laughs> in Public Square. <laughs> <laughs> the beer capital of the world. I'm not underplaying beer. I think beer deserves everything that it deserves. But you think about the process of making beer and getting beer into a cup and mm. then getting it you know, pulled off a tap and handed it to somebody. A lot less process, a lot less hands had to touch that before it gets into your hand, into your pint, into your mouth. And you have no problem though, paying 10 to $15 for that pint. So the same amount of care is not given to coffee. And I don't know why that is. I mean, I think it's because there's been a, a you know, like I said, this is this is a long. We can nerd. Well, it, I know. Gonna, we're gonna I know coffee, why. We're gonna coffee nerd out here. Yeah. Yeah. But I, this is I, not the Sprocast. This okay? is not the Sprocast. Brad. Okay. Shout um, out. No, it's um, shout out Sprocast. But, but it was you, the commodification of like Folgers and. Yeah, it's moving from Juan Valdez. Moving from <laughs> a low quality robusta to a high quality arabica. Uh-huh. You know, moving to the different types of coffee. Moving into specialty coffee. So you you went from something that was really cheap to produce to something that is a lot more expensive to produce. So I think people overcorrected. I think people went like, well, we got to show them how important it is because there's no way we're going to make money selling us at a dollar a cup or $2 a cup. We're only going to make money for selling at $5 a cup, you know, but in order to make it seem like it's really cool, then we're going to, you know, put on our, our aprons and our pins and our slick hats and, you know, art snob it up. Art snob it up. Yeah, totally. So, you know, make sure that we have all the greatest, you know, we have a hundred thousand dollars worth of tools, you know, specialty coffee tools and and things like that. So I think that's why I think people swung that pendulum from just, you know, Folgers to specialty to to make it to where people feel like, oh, I have to pay, you know, five dollars for this because look at what they're doing. It's, it's an art, you know, but then part of that becomes 
you know, pretentious of like, you know, it's, we, we got it right. And the, the joke about coffee is, um, we all say 10 out of 10 coffee enthusiasts agree on nothing. <laughs> I mean, that's like the reality. Like we don't agree on yeah. anything. It's a relative, it's subjective. What does that mean? 10 out of 10 coffee enthusiasts can't agree. Is, is it because everyone's palate's different? Well, first off, shout out to Dallas McLaughlin. The man. That's his line oh. that he came up with. He made that up? He came up with oh, that. Oh, okay. But he knows. That's I mean, what he is. Well, Dallas knows 10 coffee snobs. He's a funny wordsmith. He's a funny wordsmith who knows. He, Dallas knows at least 10 people. At least 10. Out of, he knows at least 10. Dallas he, knows 10 out of 10 people. Pretty sure he does. Yeah. yeah. And they all hate him. Yeah. 10 out of 10. <laughs> 10 out of 10 can agree that Dallas, that Dallas sucks. Doesn't know anything about coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that or that. Yeah. Okay. So. Do you do classes here at Public Square to teach people like any kind of coffee stuff besides the besides teaching your staff or or going to other things? Do you do it here? Mm, so that's we we have done like a, what we call slow bar where we teach people about the process and show them like three different brewing methods and how it brings out different flavors and whatnots. So then three out of three people don't agree. <clears throat> three out of three ten. people yeah. will not agree. <laughs> <laughs> nice, good three job. Out of three Great brewing job. methods. Okay, how do um, we get more people to like? You know, so we, I mean, we, we actually, our next project Ooh. is, is, uh, we will have a training center there. Oh my, yeah. I didn't even, that's, that, I'm, I'm a for, for, for sooth, for saying, soothsaying, sooth. foreseeing. I have no idea what you're I'm foreseeing the, your future yes. that I didn't even know that, um, at the new location. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Our new, our new, uh, uh, training center and, uh, coffee roastery and collab space. Worldwide headquarters world domination oh Ooh. <laughs> at least at least south you know, yeah. semi, you know, east county south county south county world county dominations um 101 dominations wait <laughs> it, 10 out of 10 dalmatians Just agree <laughs> yeah um anyways uh, to i think to wrap it up and, and we, we touched on a lot of cool things about your family working here um mm-hmm. your family background yeah you got some more kids on the way. Wait, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, family background. Getting a divorce. Everyone, uh, oh, wow. <laughs> everyone's, everyone's working here, except for the young, youngest yet. Not yet. She, well, she does. She forces her labor. Oh, okay. She, yeah. Well, good. We, we good say no her. to child labor, but she, yeah. she's. Wink. She, thre- <laughs> she threatens us. Now, also, I wanted, one thing I didn't touch on um, when I, when I was kind of, you know, helping out in the kitchen here is like, I think everyone likes working here. I think your staff likes it. Like, it's a good team in the sense that whatever, there's normal whatever trash talking to each other or whatever, but they all hang out outside of work. It's like familial. Yeah. Besides being family, there's people who are not actually blood relatives and they are here and it's a good staff. And the community comes here and knows people. Like, I mean, there's a high five thing on there. Like, you know, I don't know. It seems like it's the place where it's cheers. In a sense, but it's cheers. Well, I mean, it's not like Hoffer's next door, but it's like it's the cheers of coffee. I think. Yeah. Why? It's still yet to be seen if this is a proven, successful model and philosophy of business. Oh, is this an experiment for you? <laughs> Are you? Is this a, a one of Aaron's? Uh, yeah. Let's see if it works, kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think you can get maybe a little too family-ish, you know, uh, and then and it's not as business. Or it's hard to make business decisions when you care about people so much. I don't know. It, it sometimes it feels like we're crossing that line, you know, where it's 
too familiar, too much. Yeah, it's too, it's too close. You know, when mm -hmm. people leave, it's it's like heartbreaking. You know, I mean, we still have. I mean, almost everybody who has left for whatever reason to. I mean, I hid some stuff in the kitchen, so they'll always have a piece of me here. So, like, mm -hmm. if you find stuff in the carnitas or under the fridge or <laughs> it's there it's disgusting okay let's Call go to the department let, but, let's but i mean but no we we do try to keep it totally yeah yeah i mean if if, if is that if a the, secret to... if the motto to you know us running business is you matter to me like hopefully we do that for our staff first that's what i was gonna say it's not yeah. just it's not just in the public wall it's like it's got to start there. It's got to start there first. Mm -hmm. I mean, people who work here got to feel cared for before they can care for other people. On, you know? on a serious tip from the staff's eyeballs, like, do you think that they, have you ever heard from them? Like, wow, it's pretty cool that both you and Laura are working here. Like we look up to your relationship or anything like that. Like <laughs> father, father and mother figure, you know, to people here, or is it more like you're a peer to like, you're one of the people there? like the staff like yeah what's that dynamic like i think once again i mean i, I think you're probably going to find like former team members and staff members who probably absolutely love it you know like i've had past you know staff members say that it's the healthiest environment they've ever been in and i didn't even know how to process that i was like wow i mean on one hand i was like <laughs> like <laughs> like uh it, you know, it was, it was, I took the compliment at the same time. I was like, wow, is if this is the healthiest environment you've been in, you know, I, I empathize for you because so I, I don't hold <laughs> ourselves to that high regard, you know? Um, yeah, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I think there's going to be people that look at our relationship and hopefully we've, we've shown them like a healthy, healthy relationship. I mean, most people say, don't go into business with your family, but why do they say that? Because it never turns out well. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's true. <laughs> it's, I want to hear, hear it from you guys, but it seems yeah. to be doing okay. I mean, no, I mean, it's like it's impossible. Like Laura always says, it's impossible not to have nepotism. Like you'll never see that person through a different filter. They're always going to be a family. Like mm -hmm. it's impossible. Now, but if one of your kids wanted to work somewhere else, would you say go ahead and go do it? Yeah, percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I for almost everything. I mean, the fact that they're here is by their own. Like we've not asked them to work here. Yeah, and that's saying something. Yeah, it's definitely saying something. Like we, it's saying a thing. Like we, we, I mean, we. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, we have that mindset of like, hey, you know, unless you're like going to school full time, then, you know, when you're 18, like, get out of the house, like, go, go, live, go that's, live, go live your life. That's one of my mottos. Yeah, right? uh, we'll we'll support you financially and give you a you know a house, help, yeah. a house and shelter and everything but but uh if you're going to school full-time but if you've moved on you know move on go go find yourself you know go start your life and work at the shop yeah i mean and it, so yeah the, I, or yeah so this is like a half halfway they're one one foot out the door oh, okay this is like a, the <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they, grounds yeah they live on their own but they're still working here so you know but. um well, to, well we'll take a little left turn here and it's time to shout out yeah some homies or whatever like whatever anybody really but is there other good coffee in san diego oh so much really yeah man <laughs> give me give me we three i freaking love the it doesn't have to be scene. top three just like whatever because i know th i know there's some but and um but i'm all I over town i'm all over the county with my yeah, job yeah. so I, I go to different locales but do you like seek out places or do you how do you do it with i go to at least one or two coffee shops a week okay minimum purposefully purposefully yeah, yeah. to support the scene mm -hmm. and and just say hi to people and stay connected yeah, and totally um but yeah i mean i to i mean this sounds cheesy i don't i I've, i don't want to shout out anybody because 
I want to shout out everybody. Oh, I know. But, I mean, know, we, but, we do this to the chefs too. It's like because uh, they're all. It's homies. hard to say. Yeah, exactly. But like, I truly you know, have that mindset that rising tides, you know, lift all boats. Lifts all. Yeah, all boats, yeah. all ships. And, and I, I won't, you know, I won't credit Ironside Chef for saying that, but it's a, it's an old saying, and I understand what it means. You know. Yeah. So are you like actually shouting out Seven Seas right now? <laughs> so, <laughs> no, so, yeah, so, Seven Seas Roasters are our yeah. homies. Mm-hmm. They're really good friends. Uh, Hawthorne, uh, Scrimshaw, mm-hmm. um, Tired Eyes, uh, Bird Rock. Um, one more, one more. One. <laughs> kidding. Kidding. It's the worst. <laughs> I know because I, I can see a li- he's rolling out a scroll. <laughs> it's the worst, man. No, it's no, it's no um, fresh. I'm just I'm not. I wasn't saying like. Yeah, yeah dark I wanted to make dark sure. Horse guys, totally. You know, I, I wanted to say it wasn't. Oh, that's a rad car. Uh, steady state. Totally. Elliot, Elliot has steady state. Yeah, we're going all over the county here. Yeah. yeah. Um, is there any? Uh, uh, is there any like new, co- up and coming coffee shops that I haven't heard about? Yeah, that you know of roasters, coffee shops, people doing crazy things at their yeah, shop. yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know? Go check out Qua, Qua and the homies over at um, Mixed Grounds. Mixed Grounds, so okay. like in the Logan area. Nice. Okay. Off twenty uh, fifth. Oh no, shoot! I'm gonna mess up. I don't know. I gotta find out what street they're on. Okay. Plaza? You just well, you know where it is, but you don't know where it is. Mixed, I know what you mean. mixed grounds. Mixed grounds in the Logan area. Okay. Um, I like that. Yeah. So they're going to be, they're going to be close to our new project in national city. Nice. Okay. But yeah, they just, he just jumped straight into it, started roasting right away. Mm-hmm. And, um, they, do. they did an art gallery down there and they have cool. you know, in fashion. Okay. But, do you uh, know him from the fashion world or from coffee or just, you know, we just met friends of friends Oh. Okay. and, uh, yeah, they're awesome people. So I just, uh, Qua. yeah, yeah. Just love to support those dudes. Okay. But, what about eating? What about food wise? Like, where's your go-to? So it's, there's too many, there's so many go-tos. I know, I know there's but, a lot. But the one that I was... Uh, oh, here we go again with the trial. Yeah, all right, here we go. <laughs> go ahead. So the one that I was missing the most during COVID that I literally, I went there, <laughs> I would buy food for other people, but I would not eat that food because huh. I wanted to support them, but I didn't want to create new bad memories. <laughs> Okay. Man, okay. I was like, that's how mental I am. Like I had all these great memories of eating food there. And it's like such a, like a place of, you know, respite and solace. And I love going there. And, um, so, but, uh, tribute pizza. Oh man. And then, uh, Lola, okay. Lola 55. Okay. They're good people, man. So pizza and tacos. Just great people. They're great people. But then the food's top notch. People and food. Phenomenal. People and food. Mich- Michelin bib nominations oh yeah i mean those are re- those are really good kind of I mean, a big, Tribu- kind of, Tribu- kind has of a great a, chef team kind also. of a big deal kind of a big deal yeah yeah totally and then matt which they were closed they were matt's, closed you mean during the matt was i mean he's he's one degree from bianco which is like top five totally. pizza gods in the world totally yeah he's awesome um shout out to, shout out to matt tribute uh when we used to do the farmers or what's it called the boulevard market on yeah. Elkhorn boulevard yeah, yeah, yeah he was one of the bo- we had booths next to each other my wife draws signs and he's like can you, oh your cursive is rad can you draw my sign <laughs> and so he she she drew she drew him a little chalk sign in cursive tribute pizza and he's like this is so awesome I'm, i want to use this when i get a real sign on my place and i don't know if he actually used that one but it, the tribute look sign look kind of looks kind of yeah, like yeah, her yeah. handwritten one i was like oh that's kind of cool either way you know he we totally we talk about are this you like, are you trying to get are you trying to get some commissions is that what you're trying to are you I kind of oh, feel yeah. like you're low key, yeah. just like that's uh, what you're hinting at right now. Matt, uh, you never paid my wife. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I just I was it was it was the the first time I met him, and then but we had a mutual friend that said, "Hey, you got to meet Matt from Tribute Pizza because he cooks kind of pizzas yeah. from all over the world." Blah blah. Um, is there any? 
Okay. Is there any way to collaborate a coffee shop and somebody like that, like tribute? Because I know you did stuff around here for your anniversary with like, you know, Craft Kitchen did your carnitas and their fish tacos or, or the rub was on their tacos mm -hmm. and then like other collabs with cold brew. Can you do something with like a restaurant, you know, like Matt's or always, how does that work? Man. I'm always. always down for the collab. I'm, I'm always, always down, down for the pairing. I'm always down for you know? the collabs. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, right now it's like, well, I always feel like we have, our, we have such a limited menu, but I mean, whatever, I mean, anywhere, any place I can put my coffee, I'll put my coffee. <laughs> You're like I'll elf on the shelf. I'll like stick it. my coffee wherever you want it. Um, okay. Uh, Carni we're gonna, we're gonna, <laughs> let's wrap it up here. He's gone psycho. Car carnitas, you know, espresso rub carnitas. I mean, that's great totally. for putting anything, mm -hmm. putting on anything, putting yep. anywhere. Yep. I want to, um, we got to figure out a way to, to do a I like together. I want to do some sort of savory scone. A savory scone stuffed with carnitas sweet, juice. Sweet, sweet and savory. Sweet and savory. That's that's that was our nickname in high school. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, give me a parting word of wisdom. Uh, uh, give me a nugget of wisdom either from your from your family, uh, from your your mom and dad, your grandpa, whatever, or mm. or your, your, yeah, yeah, your brother yeah, yeah. Christopher. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> um. I would say truth without love is brutality, but love without truth is hypocrisy. Say it again. Truth without I, love It's more, is it's, it's <laughs> when there's a fire truck in the background, it's, it's, it's more dramatic. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. Love it without the truth. It shows the urgency of how important <laughs> this is. <laughs> okay. Truth without love is... Brutality. Truth, truth without love is brutality. Okay. But love, love without, without truth is hypocrisy. That's so deep. It's, That's it's deep. always a balance. It's always a balance of the two. Tension. Life. The most beautiful things in life are tension. It's 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 not living. hypertension. Not hypertension. That's bad. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> but tension. That's what my yeah. doctor says I need. Yeesh. Um no, it's having that balance. Okay. You know, it's having that balance and that tension and, and living in that peace between the two of them, you know, of of, of loving somebody but also being able to be truthful with them and authentic at oh. the same time you can't be truthful and authentic with someone without showing them love first so it's you just gonna be an trifold asshole. yeah trifold so. a-hole yeah <laughs> <laughs> dang okay uh and then one last very lastly yeah, yeah. i know you're in co in the coffee biz do you have morning rituals do you do like i mean is it like wake up <laughs> sip coffee do stuff or is it just wake up and go and then maybe i'll fit coffee in there i'm not a morning person uh, not at all yeah like, just so you all know we've been we're doing these conversations like super late at night downtown la mesa all, all sketchy we look we're looking like some 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 scoundrels out here but um it is late at night no i yeah but, i i i'm i'm up i'm up at like seven o'clock in the morning but my, my you know my brain doesn't turn on till like 10 you know literally so the, my my only ritual is coffee. It has been since I was like thirteen years old. Just some at some point in the day, or no, no, first thing in the morning. Like if I oh, if okay. I don't get oh. it, yeah, 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 no. We it's, did, yeah, we we, yeah, yeah. we touched on that earlier, and I, I I would say that you also have a ritual of making the biscuits and gravy fresh every Wednesday night, <laughs> <laughs> or the, at least the gravy. Like it's a thing, you know. I, Come to Public Square every night. Aaron I've, is. I've oh, it's been. Dude, I make it almost every night. Dude, yeah, he's yeah. busy. They're getting yeah. busier and busier. When are you opening? What's your plan? The end of this month. The end of June. We're last, shooting to the, open. We're shooting to open the to last Monday. Inside. We're the last Monday. The inside. inside. Expanded hours. Okay. We have an incredible team of people that we've been hiring. We have, uh, I think, three people three people coming back oh, from, sick. from the staff. Some of the staff that, that left. Anyone uh, I know? That we couldn't hire back. Uh, do you know Ben? Yep. 
an amazing I know ben. human being. Very nice. You, very know good. Briv? Good. you know Briv? Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. She's a rock star. We used to, we were, she used to cook, cook the like, little Zatar pies in the back. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we have, we just have, we have a killer team. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. You do have a killer team. And uh, I'll have to come in and actually give an actual, like, actual high five to people, not, not through the front plastic there. No, hugs, man. <laughs> hugs. We're, this is, we're, getting, we're coming we're, back. We're open, baby. We're going back to hugs. Okay, man. cool. Um, well, yeah. Well, Aaron, thank you. I think there's going to be thank you this is going to be some eye-opening uh wisdom and excitement among the masses here um hearing all these trolleys all these sirens and uh, mm. just learning about coffee snobbery um dallas's <laughs> a little bit of dallas's background and uh yeah <laughs> here on the family cast shout out dallas mcglock shout out you can't stop shouting out dallas because um uh he's involved in everything he is involved it's i mean he's not to shout he's behind you he's right now <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so anyways food and music is life yes and yes, uh yes. aaron and josh signing off i bid you a fond farewell farewell dang it i was hoping for a siren or something Jimmy christmas <laughs> Woo! we did it we did that oops it's still recording Well, 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 what a lovely conversation with a lovely human being, Aaron Henderson of Public Square. If you get a chance, go visit them. Go visit the Henderson family at Public Square in La Mesa, right there in the village. You can't go wrong. You can have some scones. You can have some coffee rub carnitas. You can have some biscuits and gravy. I mean, everything's house made from scratch. The staff is so nice. It's just a wonderful, wonderful time. And they're planning on opening, reopening fully inside everything by the end of June. So that said, if you go visit them right now, you can still have some of the goodies and get some good customer service, but you can't go inside just yet. They're just waiting. They want to really give you the best experience because you matter to them. If you caught that inside of our episode, we said that Public Square is opening a new shop down in National City. Not sure when that's happening, but be on the lookout for that. Follow them online. They're all they're on Instagram. Um, at public square of course right and also you could uh you know i don't know just just roll by there there's usually somebody there during the day there's usually a line out the door (laughs) so but they're they're dog friendly they're kid friendly they're just uh community friendly art friendly music friendly so what a good solid solid way to uh, uh experience a coffee in your neighborhood or just come visit from another neighborhood it's okay for those of you listening who are not in san diego um just check check them out online. Maybe you can start ordering coffee from them soon. Fresh roasted, sent to your door. Um, and also, if you want to, uh, like I said in the beginning, I'm going to be cooking and doing the Harvest Kitchen food truck. Some beer pairings, again, um, at Dog Leg Brewing in Vista. It's right by my kitchen, and we're going to be doing some fun stuff. It's Father's Day, but it's also the u.s open of golf so we're gonna be it's a golf themed brewery it's actually i think the country's first and only golf themed brewery correct me correct me if i'm wrong please but the beer is good the food's gonna be amazing and we're gonna do some pairings so bring your best golf duds and i just want to say again thank you for listening to the family cast because food and music is life yes i'm i'm uh, messing around with some designs making some new merch not much left to say on this one so far because we said so much cool stuff in the episode i do want to say follow us online on instagram it's at the family cast t-h-e-f-a-m-i-l-y-c-a-s-t 
and we got a Patreon page for some support if you want, because um, I'm just doing it by myself thus far, but I would love to have be able to hire people to help me. Patreon.com forward slash family cast. And what else we got? Um, that's about it. Those are really the only two things I use so far. And yeah, I'm going to, Aaron was not in a band. Like we said, the, the big, the beginning music that I was talking over, there was a band called boys night out. So that's fun. But I am going to end a, I'm going to end with a song by a band called Lagwagon, who you've heard me talk about multiple times, but they have a song on their, their album, duh. And that's called Mr. Coffee. Cause Aaron Henderson is Mr. Coffee. So here's, I'm going to bid you a fond farewell and adieu until we see you next time. Cheers. Here's Lagwagon with Mr. Coffee on the family cast. Food and music is life. Yes. I'll see you next time. Ciao, Bellas. Thank you.